football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's really that simple. If Sportsbooks isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF, bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code PFF this weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports money partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Min $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. edition of the pff buddy podcast it is uh december 6th we just saw a little bit of uh a slow moving game to say the least patriots bills patriots ended up pulling it out uh toward the end of the game kind of played as everyone expected to the under thankfully uh but we are moving on we're moving on to week 14 nfl we got some bowl games we maybe have a little bit of army navy discussion as well uh pff green line models i would say eric for the most part at least not not necessarily the best week uh, for either the NFL or college football, but uh, still profitable uh, throughout the entire season for both NFL and NCAA, which I think is uh, you know a good thing. How are you kind of seeing uh, the model output so far in 2021? Yeah, I mean, college football, we were up five units. Uh, NFL, not so much. But uh, as you said, I think the both of them are up a combined 10 units for the year, which is good even after a rough Sunday. Um, and then, yeah, as you said on, on Twitter, if you if you – Restrict to big edges. It's been wonderful. Uh, in college football, we got Baylor, which was a late one because they moved out to seven at close. Um, and all of these are at close, by the way, if you get a better number. So, for for example, tonight, we had Patriots uh, Bills under when it was 43 and a half. Close is 39 and a half. We had under all the way till 40. Uh, right. Close is 39 and a half. We don't see an edge there because we made the true number, I think, about 39.5 or something like the 39.2. So, you know, it's stuff like that where we're, we're judging against close, uh, you know, which is obviously tougher because these markets get more efficient. But, yeah, we had, you know, Alabama in, in college football. Um, we also had Utah. Um, and then, you know, we also had UTSA, the Roadrunners, uh, on Friday night as well. Um, we did not, you know, we, we got a, luck, a little lucky in the Iowa game to get the over. We got a little lucky in the Pittsburgh game to get the under. Um, and then we also had Pitt against the spread when it was minus three, close three and a half again. So that, that was a good week in college football, despite not getting Houston or Iowa. Um, it, it was a fun time. And then, you know, George and my picks, it's sort of been a weird year. George and my picks written up haven't done the best, even though they've gotten good closing line value. Greenline's done great. In a week where Greenline does poorly in the NFL, me and George are undefeated, get closing line value on every pick. So it just it's sort of the way it goes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. This is a, an interesting week, Ben, right? Because we only have Army-Navy. Um, I'm going to be at that game. It's only the second time in my life I've been to New York City. Uh, we don't have any bowl games 
uh, until Yet. I believe next Friday when Toledo goes Toledo and Middle Tennessee State play, and as well as our our Coastal Carolina Chanticleers facing the MAC champion Northern Illinois, uh, you know, fighting Northern Illinois. Um, so so we we just have the one college game. So let's let's talk about Army Navy for a little bit here. Army Navy Army laying seven and a half. It's sort of drifting towards Navy here. It opened at eight. Uh, total on the game is now 34 and a half. We've seen it as low as 34. I saw it open at 36 and a half. I have put a sizable chunk on under, even though I think our model likes over. I think this is going to close a lot lower. Uh, and so I might come back over the top on, on over later, but I, you can't get me to bet over until, until close on an army Navy game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's it's trend season for sure, especially with Army Navy. I think basically everyone is going to be on uh, the under just based on where this matchup has been over the course of the last 10 games played between Army and Navy. I think, you know, none of them have gone over. 34 and a half, lowest total. Probably the lowest total we're going to see all college football season whatsoever. So I think, you know, in some ways if you are maybe, uh, you know, have, a, have an actual model, uh, distinguish your picks. There's no way that you're going to be on uh, the under right now. I do agree with you, though. I do think you're going to get a much better number if you wait till close. But uh, there's no real value, I would say, uh, you know, either betting Army, Navy on the spread. So I do think at some point you have to step in here, buy into uh, this game maybe going over. Obviously, neither team has uh, been all that effective uh, offensively, 81%. Of uh, Navy's offense plays have been towards the run. Eighty-seven percent of Army's offense plays have been of running plays as well. So it's just it's just this is game where the clock's going to be running the whole time. Everything's going to be turning. Everything's going to be kind of like uh, this Monday night game uh, where the Patriots only threw three times with Mac Jones at quarterback. So I don't know. I still think the over is probably going to be a play at some point, but I'm not seeing too much uh, too much other value. But I know that you. Besides Army-Navy, I think the only other really interesting game outside of the NFL is uh, Canadian Football League. And I think we've got to give the people what they want, Eric, right? I mean, you have been absolutely on fire with your Canadian Football League modeling. And i got to know, who do you have uh, in the Grey Cup Championship coming up here on Sunday? Yeah, quick quick little uh, sidebar on Army-Navy before I talk about another okay, game okay. that's going to we'll be played in the cold. This is the one college football game I'll let people tease. So this thing's at seven and a half. You can tease Army down to one and a half through seven through three. Usually seven and three don't matter in college football, but in a game with a total of 34 and a half. It definitely matters. Yeah. And so if you, you know, tease Army down to one and a half, and then you can tease the total up to 40 and a half and, and just go under that. Or if you're a sicko, you could do teasing down to one and a half and then over 28 and a half. I, so I actually don't like, doing. I don't even like over 28 and a half to some degree, um, but I would do the, the army and then under um, because I, I think that that, you know, I, I have a hard time seeing this get in the forties, but yeah, to your point about the, the CFL, we, we talked about this uh, on the uh, PFF college live show, which airs every Friday at 11 AM. I, I don't believe we're going to have one this week with the only game being army Navy. Um, but I, I gave out the Hamilton Tiger Cats at seven to one before the CFL playoffs. Um, Hamilton was a four and a half point favorite in their first playoff game uh, against Montreal. Um, that game, Hamilton won and covered. Uh, this past week, um, they were they went to Toronto to face the Argonauts. Uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson, the former Viking quarterback, uh, was uh, the other side there. They're down twelve nothing at halftime. 
not only and they they closed as a one point underdog, I believe. Uh, it, they got to be two and a half point favorites. There was a lot of sort of swinging bets on either side, uh, and the Tie Cats do what the Tie Cats do. They score twenty seven points in the second half of the game, win the game twenty seven nineteen, and now they go. Um, interestingly, much like Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl last year, they get to play the Grey Cup at home um, uh, against the uh, Winnipeg. Sorry, against the, yeah, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who beat the Saskatchewan Rough Riders by four in a game they were favored by eight. Um, we make the game because we think that the Hamilton Tie Cats will have some home field advantage being at home. We make the game basically a pick. Uh, what did you get it at, Ben? You got it four and a half. Plus four and a half, plus four and a half, which I think might be the lock of the week right now, right? I mean, what else? Yeah, do you I don't even see it up on some places now. So FanDuel um, had it early, early, early today, basically on Monday, but I, I haven't seen much since then. Yeah, I, well, I saw it on FanDuel. I haven't seen it. It's not on Pinnacle. Um, FanDuel has been the one that's actually willing to post. They the do release, lines. yeah. They are like they are the market and originator, I would say, for college football lines, definitely, or Canadian football league lines. Sorry, yeah, because for sure for throughout the entire season, which you definitely have to give them. Props yeah, because right now what I see is I don't even see a spread available on our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook anymore. I do see a total of four forty four and a half, probably right. I you know right now it has just a money line for this game. Winnipeg minus one sixty. Uh, Hamilton Ticats at plus 136. I mean, we're sitting pretty here, Ben. We have a Hamilton Ticats ticket at 7-1. to one. Um, We have a Hamilton Ticats ticket at 4-1. to one. But we also have a Winnipeg Blue Bombers, I believe, two tickets for Winnipeg at 5-1 to one that I got sometime, I believe, in August. So no matter, who, no matter who wins here, Ben, we win. The only futures bets I made all season, Ben, using our model where it was on Winnipeg, and then on Hamilton. So that's exactly what you want. That was the position you were in uh, when we uh, when you had that twenty five to one to uh, win the call or win the uh, Big Ten for Michigan. Uh, that's a nice place to be in, and that's why you know even though these things look awfully chalky, especially college football, which we've talked about a lot on this show, it, it's sometimes good to buy the long shots. Yeah, definitely, and I would agree with you. And it, it is interesting, you know, you saying the whole chalky bit. You know, coming away from what we just saw Monday night between the Patriots and Bills, because I would say, you know, the line basically moved from, or the total basically moved from 47.5 all the way down to 39.5, eight point differential. And all you saw on Twitter, kind of leading up till game time, was like, well, this this number moved too, too, too low. It's time to buy into the over. It's time to buy into this. It's time to buy into that. And there were very few points throughout that entire game where the over was ever. Uh, a justifiable play, I would say, even on like the in-game total and those sorts of things. So I think one thing, at least from my betting perspective, that I've improved on, especially this season, but probably over the last couple of years, is this this idea of having to be like this cute contrarian where you have to step in uh, and kind of grab this like falling knife mentality where you kind of have to get like the lowest of the low in a spot where everything else is kind of moved against you. So I think, you know, being in that position even taking some chalk in certain situations, eating the chalk when uh, it does seem like it's probably a justifiable play is a, is is worthwhile in the betting market, I would say for sure. And I do think, you know, looking back on the Patriots-Bills game, uh, you know, on Monday Night Football, buying into all the unders, especially from the player prop market, uh, is, you know, what paid basically once again. We knew it 
throughout the whole week. We knew it, you know, leading into kickoff on Monday Night Football, but it is a spot where it just continues to happen. So we'll see. I think, you know, not necessarily listening to the crowd in every situation for when you're betting is definitely uh, something that people need to develop if they want to be successful long term uh, in the sports betting industry. So we will see. But uh, so we got, you know, not too much college football action. Did you buy into anything uh, kind of on this initial lines release for bowl games coming up here in a couple weeks? Is there any early spots that you like whatsoever, Eric? Are you uh, buying into anything in the market? I did bet a little bit, Ben. I bet um, I bet a little bit on – let me look. We've had some issues with our line, our odds provider a little bit. I bought on some Eastern Michigan plus 8.5 against Liberty. I think Liberty is a bit overrated. Um, I bought a little bit of Old Dominion against Tulsa. Um, I, I think, you know, a team like Tulsa might not necessarily be, uh, you know, yeah, not necessarily be game for this. I, I'm a little bit upset. I I did buy some Appalachian State minus two and a half against Western Kentucky. I know uh, Bailey Zapp uh, was a player that, that gave us a little bit of fits, although that game, that game didn't, didn't even come close to going under, but we did get the Roadrunners against Western Kentucky. I did take some UAB, our Blazers, plus seven uh, against BYU. All of those are games a week from Saturday, December 11th, or December uh, 18th, um, you know, in the bowls. I think we do show value on Northern Illinois against Coastal Carolina, plus 10, um, but I am not betting against our Chanticleers. You cannot go um, against the Chanticleers. And then I did take some UTSA plus, or minus two and a half against San Diego State. I just don't think San Diego State is actually that good. Um, and, they, and they sort of showed it against Utah State uh, this past week in the Mountain West Championship. It, it tilts me even more that Air Force couldn't uh, get in that game. Yeah, because they would have definitely they, won that game. They would have definitely won that game, and we would have gotten some coin uh, from that. Um, but those are the ones initially. Um, by the way, if you look, we do have our our recommendations for um, Cincinnati versus Alabama, as well as Georgia versus Michigan. Um, as you, as everybody knows, since Cincinnati is 13 and a half win underdogs against, uh, Alabama, we make the game minus 14.2, uh, Alabama, that's technically break even for us. So if you are going to bet that game or you like that game, you know, I would lay it with the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, similarly though, if you look uh, at Michigan versus, uh, Georgia, we like Michigan, and it's pretty decisive here. The total on the game is 43.5, so obviously, you know, a spread of 7.5 um, is going to give, you know, a, a little bit of value. We do like Michigan uh, at that price. Um, we've seen it get down to 7 at times. You know, that would probably be a sell then, um, not necessarily buying Georgia, but buying into Michigan. Um, but, you know, just a, just a really fun, uh, obviously, finish to the college football uh, weekend uh, you know, as Chris tweeted out, he was texting me and asking me about like what the odds were basically throughout the day. And finally I had to be like, Chris, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty, uh, you know, drunk here, uh, watching these games. So, uh, eventually I just gave him four 100s. Yeah. It's all you can do is be honest with your boss, right? I mean, what more could they ask for? Right. But that is, that is perfect. I do agree with you. I do think, you know, Alabama has been a team, uh, from our modeling perspective that is, you know, kind of been where we have all, all season, right? I mean, obviously, the paid off against Georgia. I do think, you know, buying into them, laying that minus price against them, uh, laying that minus price for them in the cultural playoff is definitely a, a viable spot. But I would agree with you. I do think the UAB Blazers, 
plus seven against BYU is probably the best bet uh, of the early, you know, bowl game action here before Christmas. So that's definitely a spot I like. I do think we could see it potentially move off of seven. So if it gets down to six and a half, we won't show quite as much value. So I do think that is a spot that you should probably be locking into. We do have BYU 30th overall uh, on PFF ELO ranking. Uh, UAB 32nd overall in our ELO ranking, so that's a much tighter, uh, you know, close spread than what it actually should be right now based on the betting market. So I do agree that that is the spot to target here uh, coming up for those pre-Christmas bowl games. But we'll see. What do you got? What do you got for us for Week 14 NFL? I know you and George already wrote an article. It's been hot. Got some teasers already. Of course, Patriots uh, finished in the black here at plus eight and a half, one outright against Buffalo Bills. But is there anything else uh, that hasn't moved quite yet that you kind of like here for week 14 best early week bets? Yeah, we already got New England plus eight and a half on a teaser against Buffalo. That was nice. Um, there are some teasable lines here. Seahawks down to two against Houston. Baltimore up to seven. Actually, it's about up to eight against Cleveland. Kansas City down to two and a half against the Raiders and the Niners plus seven and a half here uh, in Cincinnati. Um, we like, actually, we go Thursday night here. And, and actually, this is one where George and I like it. Um, and Greenline doesn't necessarily like it, although I think that's because the number has moved down a little bit to 44 and a half. We like Minnesota. We, we put in our article, Minnesota-Pittsburgh under 45. It's now 44 and a half. We don't see some any value on that anymore. Um, but that's, you know, obviously, you know, if you get out ahead and you, you listen to that, um, you know, you'll, we like that. Now, Washington football team plus five against Dallas. I have to say that this is because I'm trying to hedge my Washington football team under bet, uh, which is now a sweat. Uh, five games remaining. I need the football team to lose three times, right, over the next five right. games. So I'm a little right. bit nervous about that. Um, and then we have Green Bay minus 12 and a half against Chicago. Um, and then as well as the Arizona Cardinals minus two and a half against the Rams. I, I think I think we're going to see Monday Night Football that the, the Cardinals are just a, a, a classier team than the Rams, and the Rams being a team that can really beat up on teams like the Jaguars, but can't necessarily beat uh, you know the real blue bloods of the NFL. Definitely, I agree with you. So I do like Cardinals, you know, minus two and a half quite a bit. That might be uh, the best early week NFL bet, kind of like what George and Eric previewed in their article in the PFF forecast. If you're not listening to that for, to that uh, podcast, you absolutely need to be, obviously, live on YouTube. Uh, it's going to get you set right for that next week of NFL betting. It's the best spot to actually do that. Guest lines, everything else. Uh, they got all the betting goodness for you coming up in that podcast. So we will see. Any final words of wisdom, Eric? Anything that you might like in the futures market uh, from the NFL perspective? Or uh, you kind of just playing it as it is right now, close to the vest here for NFL? Yeah, I mean, yeah, look, I mean, if, look it, if, if, you know, you and I, you know, we, we, we had some faith in the Chiefs. Uh, we were, you know, extremely smart not to bet them in the, during the, the offseason. They had gotten too high, but we did uh, show a little bit of faith there. We took them to win the AFC West when they were 2-1, to one, um, even when they were even money. Uh, those are sitting pretty now. If you want to look uh, at at some futures, notice here after tonight you do have Bucks five and a half to one, Chiefs six and a half to one, Packers seven to one, and the New England Patriots are seven to one to win the Super Bowl. To me, after tonight, I'm going to fade what I saw tonight. I think Buffalo at ten to one is a pretty good bet to win the Super Bowl. 
Definitely. I mean, they were the only ones that were actually trying to throw the ball a little bit. I do think uh, the Patriots are focused on winning this particular matchup. Obviously, the Bills tried to as well, but I do think that they at least showed a little bit more offensively uh, early on in order to be successful in some of those January games that are going to be not necessarily the same weather, but they're going to be you know difficult, especially if you're going to Kansas City, especially if you're going to Buffalo. So we will see. I don't buy into the Patriots still. It has, it has costed us money the last couple of weeks, but I do think that is a correct spot uh, kind of heading into the NFL playoffs here so we will see how that actually plays out for us but uh, you know things have been better before so make sure you check out everything we got at pff.com betting tools we got Eric's great content coming out he's basically setting the standard for you know rushing passion discussion everything in between if you want to get in heated discussions on uh, Twitter make sure you check out Eric's content because it's you know the only thing happening right now Everything else for you, get Cyber 40. There's basically one more day in order for you to lock in that subscription at 40% off. If not, PFF Elite for the rest of the season, all the betting tools, everything else is going to be $199. So make sure you lock that in uh, first thing tomorrow morning. Uh, From Ben Brown, joined by Eric, we appreciate you all listening to the PFF Betting Podcast.